you know Alexa James. She is the CEO of NAMI Chicago. And and um, has the 988 number been utilized as much as I thought that it might be, Alexa? You know, we don't have that data yet. Um, we are definitely getting feedback from people who have used it um, through work on our helpline. But I think it's a little bit too early to tell. But I'm sure the state could certainly give you some feedback on that. Nice to be with you, Lisa, by the way. Thanks Thank for you. talking about this today. Um, so I read that worldwide, 800,000 people die from suicide yearly. Let that number sink in. 800,000 people die by suicide yearly. And Alexa, I know we always talk to people and we say, hey, if you're thinking about this, reach out, call 988. But then there's the rest of us who have lost people to suicide and we're thinking, okay, could we have done something? Is there something we can do in the future? And I got an email from the Country Music Association, of all things, and they had a whole, uh, probably five or six pages, and and they they had a page on how to start the conversation conversation with someone you think that might be at risk is mm-hmm. is that something yeah, most so of good. us are yeah are is that something we should be doing for sure for sure so lisa think about it um we are i think the pandemic has changed how close we want to be with people often but you know we innately know what to do if we see somebody that's in trouble it's in our bones. It's comfortable for us. We've learned it on the movies. We've learned it through our parents. There's something about suicide that is so completely tragic and scary. And I think that there has been a misperpetuated that if we talk about it, we are putting it in people's minds and it wasn't there before. But we know that not to be true. And what we know to be true is that we all need to become helpers and we all need to figure out what does it look like to be able to lean into those conversations And then what do we do with that information? Um, If people are saying, yes, I am feeling hopeless. I am thinking I don't want to live anymore. So on the list, let me go down some of these and see, you know, what you have to say about them. Uh, This is Alexa James. She is the CEO of NAMI Chicago. NAMI is a national alliance on mental illness. The first thing they said is be prepared to have a list of crisis resources available before you start the conversation. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. So what we want to do is feel confident walking into these conversations. Our emotional and physical cues give people a sense of if this will land with them. You know, we're, what we're asking people is the most intimate moments, the most intimate thoughts that they have, where sometimes there may be shame or confusion or you won't understand experience. Yes. And so we need to know our resources. So we need to be familiar with support resources that you have in community. We need to be available and thinking about, do I sit with this person while we engage with this resource? You know, can I offer that as a support? Um, so knowing that 98 is an option, knowing that NAMI Chicago's helpline is an option, for folks Um, or and or you know is your friend or loved one already connected to a therapist and do you know who that therapist is and do you feel comfortable sharing information with that therapist or offering to call together to do a more in-depth assessment should you ask directly are you thinking about suicide yes okay absolutely okay absolutely you know there's this common um, uh, misperception that we say everything of hurting yourself but the truth is You know, suicide is very, very unique. 
people are in extraordinary pain. People are hopeless. They don't believe it's going to get better. And so they feel as though they'll be less of a burden. And, and, and let me remind people that 90% of people who have survived suicide don't die of suicide. That when they attempt, they realize like there are resources and there's, there's life to live for. So hang on here. Um, but yes, we want to be really direct. We don't want to say, are you going to hurt yourself? Because they're thinking they're escaping the pain. Mm-hmm. So are you thinking about not waking up in the morning? I've noticed this. Ask open-ended questions. Right. Should you mention the signs that you've noticed? Sure. You know, in a really non-judgmental way, and that's what you have to balance, and that's why it's so important that it's an intimate person in your life that's having these conversations. You know, I've noticed that you've been less interested in eating. I've noticed that you've been really weepy. I've noticed that you it's hard for you to get out of bed. Am I getting that right? And then express, you know, tell, yeah, yeah, you should, yeah. So you should express concern and and reassure them and and give them the love that you you want to, even though sometimes they might not want to be hugged or loved, right? That's exactly right, Lisa. Think about yourself. What do you want from somebody in a moment where you feel really rotten? Um, and think about how vulnerable this is. So yeah, frame the questions with empathy and compassion always. Um, assume that suicide is something that people are thinking about and use really direct language. Use the word suicide. Um, we can talk about this here. This is a safe space. I'm here for you. And then one of the things on this list said create a safety plan. Ask the person if they have access to lethal means and if there's someone they can call who will help keep them safe. That's right. So usually clinicians will conduct a safety plan, which is, again, why this is important that you know your resources, because folks on 988, folks on NAMI Chicago Helpline, their own therapists can create the safety plan. But the sad thing is, and what's really scary about gun you know, legislation is states, for example, with stronger gun laws have lower rates of suicide. But people who have access to firearms are four times more likely Um to have a suicide attempt than somebody who doesn't. And so asking, do you have a plan and seeing what it involves, if there's a tool, um, do you have access to a gun? Do you have access to this tool? Can we keep it safe for a while while we work through this? Um, and then, you know, again, I would layer this in into consulting with a clinician who can do an assessment. And if this and most of this stuff can be done over the phone. Yeah. And if this triggers anyone, um, please call 988. Tell them the NAMI hotline as well. Yeah, of course. Please give us a call. We're open till 8 today and all weekend long. We're 833-626-4244. There's folks on the phone who themselves have experienced great hopelessness. We get it. We have a lot of us at NAMI have been there. Um, And I just want to really message to people and your listeners that if you love somebody or you yourself are feeling hopeless, this really is a moment. And this will, we can get through this and there are resources. Thank you, Alexa. I'm always appreciative of everything you have to offer. Thank you so much, Lisa. National Su- Suicide Prevention Week. She's the Chief Executive Officer of NAMI Chicago. News is next with Steve Bertrand on 720 WGN. <laughs>